Exploding Whale Memorial Park honors whale that went out with a bang. Ex exploding whale. What? Let's see here. Plato and Atlantis. Son of a bitch, you made it up. Presenting Oh No News, I'm your host, Caden James. Now don't forget to make your popcorn and grab your fuzzy bunny slippers. Now let's go into Oh No News. Alright, welcome back, guys, to week two. And I don't even know what I'm looking at. Exploding Whale Memorial Park honors whale that went out with a bang. Ex exploding whale? What? Is that what it, oh, it's actually called Exploding Whale Memorial Park. Why is it called Exploding Whale Memorial Park? A newly named Oregon park commemorates an important and gory piece of local history. The okay, the dynamiting of a dead whale that took place 50 years ago. Good job, America. What the f Why are you blowing up a, a whale? Exploding Whale Memorial Park in Florence, Oregon. Okay, Oregon. Okay, I see you. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Is named for the explosive event on November 12, 1970, when local officials... Oh, that makes it sound good. It wasn't just like some crackpots who did it. It was actual, like... It was organized. When local officials blew up a beached and decomposing sperm whale. Why? I, so many questions. Local news stations filmed the spectacular explosion, which had the unfortunate aftermath of showing everything and everyone in the immediate vicinity with bits of dead whale. Yeah, I don't know what you expected. You put dynamite in a whale, like, uh, they should have needed, like, a soak zone, you know? Have they have, well, I don't know if they have it at SeaWorld, because I think they quit their whatever shamu things. They got to have that splash zone. That'd be a really weird show to go to. It's, like, exploding with a splash zone. Why would you... Dynamite a whale. And there's a person in a furry suit as a whale. Okay. Uh, why would you dynamite a whale? What is... What the, uh. Oh, it's the 50th anniversary. Did they blow up another whale? Oh, my God. South Oregon Coast. Plan the new park. Yeah, okay. Oh, it's just... It's called Blast from the Past. Well, yeah, there kind of is. I wonder if there's people there, you know, who were still there when the whale exploded. And they're like, yeah, let's do another one. Uh, the park's new sign. Dedication to this poor goddamn whale. Jesus. This. Uh, at least, you know, it's a famous whale. That they even named the whale. New robot explorer dog will only set you back 63 stimulus checks. <laughs> okay. Spot is a very good and expensive dog. That is not a dog. That is. That's just a robot with four legs. That's not a dog. It doesn't even have a head. You bring that home. Imagine, like, you have a little kid who doesn't, you know, know any better or something. And you like, I don't know, I guess a rich person. You're just like, look at this dog I brought home for us. Because, you know, it's family friendly. It won't bark. And it'll, I guess, patrol your house. Um, But, you know, it won't bark. And you take it home. And your little kid goes... And you're like, I got a dog. And the little kid goes, oh, my God, let me see. And you bring out this stupid robot by Boston Dynamics and he starts screaming because he's like, why doesn't the dog have a head? That's a stupid... We're going to move on. Meet Spot, the mechanical dog that can open doors. Open doors? That's impressive. Wait, how can it open doors? It doesn't have anything attached to its legs. I'm so confused. 
can open doors, run up and down stairs, and take a hearty kick to the ribs without missing a beat. Okay, if I bought a seven, Spot is a good boy, and now Spot can be your good boy for the low, low price of $74,500. Also known as 62 federal stimulus checks or a year's worth of pay checks from five minimum wage jobs. Jesus. Some rich person's going to have some... (laughs) Just gonna go to like some really really fancy rich person's house, and then they're just gonna have all these spot yellow looking robot dogs running around. Be like, what are those? Those are my guard dogs. And you say, okay, how can I open doors now? And why did you? It says take a hearty kick to the ribs. I, if I bought a seventy five thousand dollar dog, I wouldn't kick it. Like I would literally just put it on a pedestal and leave it there and touch it. <laughs> Too expensive. I wonder if there are any dogs that actually cost that much. Like. I don't know. Is if dog racing was as big as horse racing, you know? And you've got this like one stud other I mean, that's the problem with like all the horses are getting sick or something cuz they're all like bred similarly, so similar. Spot is a product of Boston Dynamics though, a robotics company that has been perfecting their autonomous quadruped more than five years. A steady stream of videos has shown Spot navigating through crannies, ascending to heights, the most wheeled robots cannot. Earning the robo dog stints. Okay. But like. You can teach a dog to do all these things. You could teach a free dog to do all these things. If you train it hard enough. Even if you don't want a free dog. You can treat, teach a puppy. You know that goes into one. For definitely less than $75,000. Robot dog stints. What are robot dog stints? According to June 16th statement from the company, the new Explorer, there was a previous version or something that you could buy? What is this? Is this like V2 dog? The new Explorer version of the dog is designed to go where other robots can't go and to perform a broad number of tasks. This kind of feels like a Big Hero 6 moment, you know? Where like, you you walk in and you just all these robots and there's just one guy working on his robot dog with no face. And this... Wait, it's an yeah okay but like okay it's designed where other robots can't go but it like a a dog a regular dog could just go all those places i don't know who's gonna buy this for someone who doesn't know what to do with his money at this time spot is primarily being marketed to businesses businesses which are more yeah more money because they make more money because they're businesses what the hell are you gonna use a dog for a seventy-five thousand robotic dog for security, I guess. I imagine you just like show up to your job as a security worker for a company, and they're just like, "Uh, this is awkward. We're actually gonna uh fire you." He's like, "What? Why?" He's just like, "Oh, it's just you know, we found an upgrade." And then this little yellow ass tube looking thing with four legs attached to it comes walking out. He's like, "This is Spot, the new security." And then you're just like, "Oh yeah," and I don't know. What is a business supposed to do with it? More than 100 businesses have already used SpotDog for such... Okay, never mind. Well, apparently it's useful. So, such as documenting construction progress with a head-mounted camera, monitoring hazardous environments such as decommissioned nuclear reactors, and enforcing social distance regulations instead of Singapore. Okay. Okay. I mean, those are pretty valid. Monitoring construction seems like a kind of, st- like, you could, 
buy just a lot of really good cameras for, I don't know, not that price. Like, imagine you've got this $175,000 camera. You could just have a bunch of cameras and it probably only costs you less than, I don't know, how much does a security camera cost? Whatever. Let, I don't know, I'll be out there and say five grand for a security camera system on a construction site instead of 75 grand. But then, I mean, monitoring hazardous environments, that's a pretty good use, I guess. Because you've got, you know, you can't have people go there. So you just have this little robot dog walking around. Like Chernobyl, there's videos of people go to Chernobyl site and just like making sure no one goes where they're not supposed to and you just see this yellow dog walking around and you're like, oh my God. Although, I wonder if anyone's like tried to steal this yellow dog. And enforcing... Enforcing social distancing like that'd be kind of creepy if you just like every time you see this yellow dog but like you see all them running around the street you just gotta like you it's like you know when the Joe sergeant comes in you just gotta i mean i don't, I've never been to a Joe sergeant but whatever according to boss the name spot is the first member of the company's mechanical whatever that word is menagerie oh menagerie I hope that's how you say it otherwise I'd look like an idiot the robotic company is also well known for its mechanical juggernaut atlas oh. A human robot that can run, jump, and over obstacles. And according to a 2017 tweet from Elon, probably destroy the entire... Oh, I think I've seen that one. It's like the one where the robot does parkour. And it like I feel like it jumps over a lock, maybe? Okay, but still, like... What? What did I just... Okay, the news article underneath just says, The science behind Hitler's possible micro penis I'd, why is this being looked into is uh, what when was this February 23rd 2016 I mean that's a really tong- long time ago and it's supposed to be current news but whatever we're going to be timeless this is interesting no matter what time you are unless it's like 100 years in the future as you'll say what you had robot dogs without heads what are you crazy people doing right, history buffs know that Adolf had an undescended testicle. Okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> what? Why do they know these things? Why? Who was like, let's learn about Adolf's testicles. But a new review of his medical record. And like, you're the Fuhrer. Why would you let your doctors write this? You know? That's like, I, I don't know. It's like, something's blackmail against, I don't know, to be used against you. Whatever. Had other general problems, including a condition called micropenis. Uh, <laughs> in fact, Hitler had a slew of below the belt problems. Okay. Okay. Why Why are these historians looking into this? This is just like, there's so much better stuff like excavating, I don't know, tombs or trying to find the lost city of Atlantis, if it ever existed, maybe not. That condition, he had a condition that left him with a micropenis. Okay, I don't know why anyone cares. Like, there are other aspects of, that we should study of Hitler that, you know, to make sure things don't happen again. That were way more important than, you know, someone's genital problems. That's my phone. Someone's genital... Why, why are they studying this? Like, what? Who Who thought? Who? Whose bright idea was it to say, uh, let's go, like... I mean, I guess it's probably like just looking over documents, but like, why? I mean, that's like that's like saying, 
I don't know. I don't have a good analogy right now. I'm terrible with analogies. I have to prepare. Atlantis found again. Okay, sure. Ooh, June 18th, 2020. This is good. History. I don't know. Atlantis. Okay, okay. This is recent, I think. Yes. Two-minute read. Plato created the legendary of Atlantis. So what? Oh, son of a bitch, Plato. We all thought it was real. I mean, I hope it was real. It'd be cool. I mean, I don't... Is the whole thing with Atlantis is people think it's mermaids? Because I think that's a bit ridiculous. Or is it like... Uh, or is it like a, uh, you know... Um, uh, or is it like... I, th- I thought the whole thing was like it was just a city that fell into the ocean or something. Right? Like it was just a city that fell into the ocean. Or was it like the whole thing people thought it was mermaids? Because I mean, who knows, you know? Maybe if it was just a city that fell into the ocean and people escaped, you could be from Atlantis. The technically, I guess. I'm not sure. Let's see. Here. But if Plato made it up, that's a bit screwed everyone. We've been trying to find Atlantis for years, including Captain Nemo. Is that what he was doing? Captain Nemo. I don't know. It's like that movie, Five Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Uh, Twenty Thousand or Five Thousand? I'm not sure. Leagues Under the Sea. Was he looking for Atlantis? Oh, he had a pretty dope submarine. This is what you have to do with single person podcasts. You gotta ramble and talk because there's no one else to talk to. It's like you're going crazy. I should let you guys in on a secret. I have another me in my mind. I actually have a council of me's that I talk to just for fun. Don't worry, I'm not crazy. If the writing of the ancient Greek philosopher Plato has not contained so much truth about the human condition, his name would have been forgotten centuries ago. True, but then... Who the... uh, Aristotle was his student, I think. Or maybe it's the other way around. I I don't know. Uh, But one of the more famous stories... The cataclysmic destruction of the ancient civilization of Atlantis. Son of a bitch, you made it up. Is almost certainly false. So why is this story repeated more than 2300 years after Plato's death? Oh, because it's a fascinating story. It's the same reason why people think mermaids are... Yeah, it's because they could swim. <laughs> a person who could swim? Nonsense. Nonsense. How can they swim when the world is flat? And they'll just go over the water's edge. I wonder who's the first person... Who, like, discovered swimming, I guess. Because, I mean, I mean, no one tried to get into the water unless they could. It was the first person who discovered swimming. It was just, like, some human flapping around where they throw, like, a... Because, apparently, uh, it's kind of, like, well, it's actually kind of interesting because... Thank you, you're still here. I'm just rambling. But it's interesting, hopefully. Um, but, apparently, babies... I don't know if it's, like... Because you have all that baby fat, and then I don't know, whatever. Um, apparently, babies, they can like they know how to naturally swim, or something. Because I've seen things where like babies are swimming like, and they're like crazy awesome, and then like where a woman threw a baby into the water, and then just jumped in carefree, and like the baby didn't surface for like a second or two, and then it surfaces finally. It's just like stroke and backstroke, and it's crazy. And I was like. Oh, God, these are like lunatics throwing babies in the water. But apparently babies know how to swim, I guess, or something. It's kind of like dogs, you know. They've got that natural ability to swim. But, like, to teach your dog how to swim. Although, we never taught our dog how to swim. And then he went into the water one time and just knew how to swim. So, I don't know. But, it's that aside, but, like, some humans, like, adult humans can't even swim. 
but then a baby who knows nothing can swim. So like, you know, if you that thing where you think it's like, you know, hardwired into your DNA, like breathing, you don't really learn how to breathe. You just breathe. But then you have to teach someone how to swim. Like if someone doesn't know how to swim when they're, I don't know, past the baby and then you throw them in water, they might drown, right? But then babies who know nothing can swim out of instinct. Which, I mean, I guess we are spending part of a time in like a pool. Nine months to learn how to swim in a pool. Very small pool. but And then it's like, it's do you like forget your instinct? It doesn't make a lot of sense, but whatever. Back to Atlantis. It's a story that captures the imagination, says James Rom, a professor of classics at Bard College in Annadale, New York. It's a great myth. It has a lot of elements that people love to fantasize about. Yeah. Plato told the story... Atlantis around 360 BC. The founders of Atlantis, he said, were half a god and half human. Okay, well, questionable. Wait, does that mean they're demigods? I don't know. They created a utopian civilization and became a great naval power. Wow, their home was made up of concentric islands separated by wide moats and linked by a canal penetrated to the center. The lush islands contained gold, silver, and other precious metals and supported an abundance of rare and exotic wildlife, like the toucan. Just kidding, that's not in there. It was a great capital city on the central island. There are many theories about where Atlantis was in the Mediterranean, off the coast of Spain. If it was off the coast of Spain, we would have found it. Like, that's even what is now now Antarctica. Okay, pick a spot on the map and someone said that Atlantis was there. Whatever. Every place you can imagine. Well, yeah, because people are like, oh, shoot, it's not there. Just kidding. I'm going to swear. Oh, shit, it's not there. Uh, must be somewhere else, you know? Because they thought that it was possibly based on real events. What do you mean possibly based on real events? Does that mean like a ish version of Atlantis is real? Like, I don't know. It's like. Few, if any, scientists think Atlantis actually existed. Ocean explore. Shoot, I just took one thing out. <laughs> Legend of Atlantis is a logical one since the cataclysmic floods and volcanic explosions happened throughout history. I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure there's probably like islands or whatever. They're definitely that got, you know, submerged. I mean, are they going to be like, ooh, I wonder if it's like thousands of years if we still have global warming? Right? And then all the oceans just, you know, rise up. And then it's going to be like the lost city of San Francisco. They're like, we're looking for some big-ass bridge underneath the water. Still, Ballard says the legend of Atlantis is a logical one. A massive, about 3,600 years ago, a massive volcanic eruption devastated the island of Santorini in the Aegean Sea, I don't know how you say it, Aegean Sea near Greece at the time. The highly advanced society of Minoans lived on Santorini. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Minoan civilization disappeared suddenly at about the same time as the volcanic eruption. I mean, that sounds like Pompeii. So, I mean, but what does that have to do with Atlantis? Oh, wow. That was the most uninformative thing ever. This pharaoh's painted tomb was missing its mummy. Oh, good job, Egypt. Hunting for particles of gold in the jungle of Southeast Asia. What are these new stories? The Korean War never technically ended. Yeah, of course the Korean War never technically ended. Because you signed an armistice. It was just a ceasefire, pretty much. That's last years. Still super high tensions. I mean, I hope you have unification in the right way. I mean, that would 
be really cool, a cool divided Korea. And people could actually visit the northern side of Korea because it's one Korea now. But you'd have all this power control, you know, you'd just be like, oh, we want the military like this, and then yeah, the military state, and then you have all this power control, and be like, power to the people, way. And America would step in and be into something that's not their business, and they'd be like, we support people. Even though we have enough of our own problems right now that we can't even fix. Oh, that was a really long ramble. Someone stopped me. Okay. <sighs> Lost lands found by scientists. Okay, oh, I can't get off this site. This is too much. Okay, bye everybody.